You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. So, if you remember, uh, 16 episodes ago was Hey Mitch 100, and I got interviewed by Richard uh, because he had lost a fantasy football bet last season. Um, But today, the day of this recording, is the five-year anniversary of the Geek Elite Media Podcast Network, originally called Geek Elite Radio. And Steven is here to talk about the five-year anniversary. Of Geek Elite Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's been a long road. Uh, a, a lot of money spent, a lot of time spent, and, you know, a, a lot of blood spilt, you know? Because that, that, that's how the things go. <laughs> I mean, a lot of blood spilt makes sense, too. <laughs> that, that, that's Dallas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Mitch, this, this is five years of your life that you've put into podcasting. Did you think that this would be this long of an endeavor for you? I mean, when I started started doing this, I didn't think of like, oh, I'll only do three years and, you know, give up. I, I honestly thought this would be something I'd always be doing. I don't think I thought it would be at this scale. Mm-hmm. I understand, though. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone tends to start a thing. And then at first you think, like, we'll see if we get past this one or two things. And then somewhere along, I don't know, 35 of them, you think, yes, this will be my empire, you know? (laughs) And rarely does that actually hold out. I I think as a person who's podcasted uh, and tried to keep a podcast group together, I have seen my group, (laughs) all of the other groups of most of the things that I've, the people that I've known fall by the wayside. Like it's podcasts are common, you know, but a, a podcast that stays around is not common. I mean, that, I think that's celebrate. That's worth <laughs> celebrating. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It's and and I completely understand it. Like, yes, we've had podcasts come and go here. Like, it's it's nobody's getting paid, so. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I can be like, well, dude, you need to be here. Or, Come on, everybody. Let's let's hit that schedule. It's just like I understand people are doing it on their free time. I'm doing it on my free time. I have to reschedule podcasts all the time when uh, when other life things come into way. So I completely understand it when things fall to the wayside and people can't can't keep up with it. And it's by pure luck or or. What's the what's the when preparation meets opportunity? Isn't that yeah, what yeah. luck is? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if we've had the preparation part, but I've had the determination and the opportunity part down. <laughs> so 
I think um, you had the preparation in there. I, I think you've utilized your resources around you. Uh, <laughs> like just in general, you have done all the things to possibly keep this beast going. <laughs> again, that's that's an admirable thing. Thank you. I, no, I mean, yeah, that's a, it's 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 really. I mean, every time that someone comes up with a new idea, I was like, yeah, let's do that, and then I end up being part of it somehow, which is fine. Like I usually have a good time, but I, I want I want more stuff to happen on on with the network that's not me directly being involved yeah i i would agree i I think you could definitely do with a little more delegating <laughs> in general <laughs> no. and, and you know what you're part of one of the the shows that's in the, does has absolutely nothing to do with me which is awesome like there yeah. are at least there are three shows at least three shows right now at this current moment that have nothing to do with me other than having to like edit a little bit and post some of the others that's true. No, I, I didn't think about the fact that, that one doesn't have to get touched by you, except for posting. Yeah, to... exactly. That's, that's I'm I am glad to be a part of the solution. <laughs> no, you're for, for, you're part of the in game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want that part. <laughs> that's where Tony Stark died, man. <laughs> Spoilers. No, for this one, um, just in case you somehow stumbled your way into this episode of a show named after the person that I'm talking to and don't know who the person I'm talking to is. Uh, Mitch is the founder, creator, um, I don't like the backbone, the all the bones of all the bones. Uh, and I, I don't know, it's it's been an interesting one to get to see this stuff actually go and continue, you know? Uh, you guys have like a like well, you guys. I, I'm 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 putting myself in this outside position because <laughs> I'm remembering the time before, <laughs> right now before I joined uh, Geekly Media. But no, like um, Geekly Media has like a good Facebook presence, like Instagram, Twitter, a bevy of podcasts that go up every single day. Mitch, how how did this all start? What's the kernel of this one that like what 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 was the thing that made you decide to do this? So uh, the kernel, the kernel was myself and three other guys. We all decided, you know, we we would always talk. We'd have these great grandiose conversations about any topic, about co- any geeky topic, comic books, movies, video games, what have you. And we were always, everybody always said, oh, we should have recorded that. Like, that would have been something that other people would want to listen to. Probably mm-hmm. not. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the way that you always think. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm so interesting. Other people would love to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we sat, we, we sat around. We came up with uh, Geekly Radio. And, and those were the other three co-founders of Geekly Media. media or, I'm sorry, Radio. Um, myself. Aaron Berrigan, Richard Owen, and Chris Jeetzy. We all were just talking about that, but you know, it it, it never it never fruitioned like mm-hmm. at that moment. So then we uh, moved forward, and I was talking to Daniel, and Daniel was like, "So you guys want to start up a podcast network, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I need someone that watches all the." Uh, CW comic book TV shows to talk to me about it because I want to. I talk. I watch them all, and I want to talk to someone about it. And Daniel at the time was the only other person I knew that watched all those shows. 
The only thing is he didn't watch Agents Agents of Shield. And I was like, you need to be watching Agents of Shield. <laughs> uh so we that was the first show. That was Televised Heroics was our first show. And we we talked about all those CW shows, uh Agents of Shield. I kind of just like gave him a rundown of the episode that week. And then we ended the sh- we always ended the show with talking about last week's Walking Dead, which hmm. at the time, five years ago, was probably the height of the Walking Dead. Like people were still talking about it. It was still a huge show. Now, I mean, I'm sure it gets great ratings, but I'm not. I haven't even watched the last two seasons. Like it's on its way out. Yeah, very much. So. I mean, they're talking about spinoffs after they end it at this point. Well, you know, I think the funny thing is, is that it's going. It's it's gonna have its its 11 seasons as last season but they're doing 24 episodes for the 11th season which it's, normally they only do like 16 oh yeah so I mean, i'll take a longer season that's the reverse of game of thrones so that's true that's exact that's i guess the episodes that were went away from game of thrones are coming over to, <laughs> <laughs> to that. Drop these? yeah yeah right <laughs> i'll pick them up i'll, I'll take them thank you <laughs> Uh, after that, we had we had shows like Standard Definition. I did that with Aaron. We did uh, VHS Gems. I did that with uh, uh, Chris, GT, and Imagine If came along with uh, Chris Franey. And uh, Ri- Richard and GT did um, a video game podcast. It just it didn't last long enough, but they you know it was it was at least somewhat interesting. Like they could they kept the conversation going, which I, I loved, but they just couldn't find the time to keep it going. Um, the eternal then, podcast problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of the same problem you have with uh, a group of D and D players, right? Like always getting people to get get together to play. It's impossible. You can't. <laughs> it, it's it's harder than finding a drummer for a band. <laughs> really, I always figured the drummer is the easiest thing to find. Every, every you you swing a stick and you hit thirty people who play guitar, and one of those people, <laughs> the person who plays guitar the worst, they're the bassist. Now, that's how that always <laughs> works. Like what? Like that's that's every single musician I've ever met. They stumbled <laughs> their way into playing bass, and they all started playing guitar. And then there's there's always the drummer who is all like the secret virtuoso in the band that does everything, right? And you can't find them because who who casually picks up a drum kit? <laughs> I mean that that makes sense. It's yeah, you're right. That's that's dedication to have the whole drum kit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then. Oh, I was gonna say, and the last one was was at, at the beginning was Hey Mitch, and I had no idea what that show was. I just wanted to talk about anything, and I would have my friends on every week to just pick a a random subject of what you know the movie came out or uh, a big a big tel- uh, conference like we did video game conferences and all the stuff that was announced and stuff like that. Eventually, that one became my interview po- podcast though because. I we would go to conventions and I would find myself as the one that would interview people and make the connections to interview people and I just really found it interesting talking to people about the thing that they're passionate about cuz if you're doing that like creatively it's not going to be the the grind right it's going to be the thing you're passionate about and to hear, I, if you listen to a lot of the episodes, it's, I ask a lot of the same questions because I love to hear about where people started and how they got to where they're at. And then everybody always has a different story about the thing that threw them off. Because 
there's always that obstacle that nobody thought about before going into this endeavor that really just throws them off. And I mm-hmm. love to hear that part of it. Like, I think that's the thing that n- most people don't hear about because I can, get, I can get in there and talk to a, a, a upstart movie maker and, you know, they're going to give me the, the stuff about, Oh, well, you know, it's, it's really difficult to, you know, figure out the lighting or it's really difficult to do this and that. But what's the thing that really just threw you through a loop? What's the thing that they, no one ever told you was going to be something that's, uh, 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 a di- it was is going to be difficult. Like is is just going to catch you out of left field, basically. Mm-hmm. So following that, what was that one for <laughs> for you in podcasting? Honestly, it was all the logistics, like trying to figure out how to best spread it, spread the podcast. Like mm-hmm. using Libsyn has it has a lot of the tools that you need. It has. Uh, it has the way to get you to, 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 it distributes it to all these other places for you. But then there's little things like when it uh, needs to go to your social media, when it needs to be embedded on your website, when it needs to uh, uh, just figure out uh, art, the art, like, like the, I'm still, this is five years in and I'm still figuring out like, why is it that the individual episode art doesn't show up on iTunes? Like it, <laughs> it just does the default art. Like, so I don't, I, I, you know, it gives you all the tools, but you have to figure it out on your own. And I yeah. honestly just thought it would be plug and play. As, as a person who listens to podcasts, cause you are a podcast connoisseur. <laughs> um, I, I, I would say like, you've definitely put me on a couple podcasts in the past. Um, like, what is it? Uh, the one with Jason Manzoukas? Oh, uh, how did this get made? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's one that I've gone into to look at because of you talking about it. Um, (laughs) Like when you hear people who do any kind of podcasting or podcast network stuff and you hear them talk about like, yeah, I know this new show that we, that we started up. I mean, we'd really like it to be on Spotify. It's on everything else right now, but Spotify is just dragging their feet. Are you just in the back? Like dude, preach brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes yes I, I, I completely understand that when when other uh podcasters you know it's or you know when they're just talking about like oh we we had this planned for this episode but this and this fell through so we're going to this other idea and i'm like yeah i understand that one like, <laughs> that that one that one hits home yeah my my favorite one for that one has been in uh editing video when I'll watch someone who's posted a let's play or something, and the whole video just starts off with something that's like very different from what you expected in a, their video series because it'll be someone who's done like thirty episodes of this thing and it starts off quiet and then there's a little thing that just says like, "Yeah, no, Andy's video was corrupted for his face cam, <laughs> so here's this picture of Doug funny from from <laughs> Doug hey, that's gonna be his face for this whole let's play, and I'm just like, no yeah i I feel that I feel that <clears throat> you um, know you sat here and and you and, and i'm I'm throwing you off from your interview here for a second, <laughs> but you you sat here and 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 just lavished me with the with the um compliments and and all that but you forgot to mention the fact that you're you particularly have come in here and honestly been like my right hand man. Like you have no about have, that. I think you've you're the left to- hand, the right hand, and you're like <laughs> you're the third hand that grips the bottom of the N64 controller. <laughs> that, that third little nub they put on there. You are all those hands. <laughs> it's not true. Like 
literally almost all the art that you see for our our, uh, our anything um, Stephen makes, and you know anything that we're doing with video right now usually has Stephen's handprints in it, and it, he's just he's you have made this the next level for us, and and that I, I completely appreciate. You, I don't you, know about you that. Have. <clears throat> I, well, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe it's just the things where I know I'm not doing as much as I should be doing or could be doing. But I don't know. I think that you you are like a ridiculously talented and persistent individual to have kept <laughs> this stuff going. <clears throat> well, if you follow me on Twitter, you found you probably found a little bit of insight on what I had to say about the persistent stuff. Like uh, <laughs> a few a few days ago, I tweeted like. Who else just keeps doing work so that their imposter syndrome doesn't like to take them over? And that's me. I've had a lot of conversations with people about this one. There are people who are the most, like, people who everyone would agree are incredibly successful. Like, like a person that's like a, like a Michael Jackson, like anybody who is, everybody listens to, watches, otherwise consumes the things that they made. And they're just like a crippled mess of like... <laughs> God, this thing fucking sucks that I made. <laughs> it like I don't think that ever stops. I think that's that's um the kind of persistence in action, I guess. Uh-huh. <clears throat> There's like this idea that you yourself are put telling yourself if you're not making moves, you're standing still. Right. <clears throat> and I, there's some there's something to that one. But for the all this geekly media stuff, <clears throat> back in the day, sorry, I, I have to clear my throat here. It's been getting at me. But no, um, back in the day, Geek Elite Media was called Geek Elite Radio. That's right. And that, that speaks to its origins yes. as, as podcast stuff. Back, back when I was working at Hastings in <laughs> Yuma, Arizona, in, in the lifestyle section, one day two men came in to that store and talked to me about buying microphones. That's right. And I did not realize until much later when you told me that that was the actual, like, closer to the beginning of Geek Elite Media. It really was. I had no idea. Because <laughs> like, at that point, I had, I had bought, like, two different um, USB microphones. Like, the... I don't know. I, and see, this is where you come. You're you're the better part because you just you know what like type of microphone that is. Like it's not the kind that I'm using now. Oh, it's it's a something right. Uh -huh. So, like I was like, oh well, I can't use these two to work together on the computer because the computer doesn't freaks out if you have two USB microphones in at once. Yeah. Uh, so I needed um, these type of microphones. The <laughs> one I'm using now. Mics. There you go. That word. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, oh, well, Stephen, you know, I actually I didn't know you at the time, but this gentleman here works at Hastings. He, maybe he'll know what I need. And honestly, like I've worked in retail like that. And I know that most times people just get put in places. They don't necessarily know everything that has to do with that section of stuff. Mm. But luckily, you did. You knew that kind of things. And it, it completely helped out. Like you were like, no, no, you need these type of mics and you need you're probably gonna need a board and like this kind of stuff. And I was like, Yeah, I do need all these things. 
Yeah, no, I I can't believe. Think how much different things would have been if at that point in time I was just like, no, I won't podcast by myself. I'll go podcast this way. <laughs> and I'd just gone with you in some way, shape, or form. It would have been such a better fast track to a much better future. <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> yeah. For that one, um, how long how long before us doing um the This New Machine episode with you and uh Rich talking about cereal? Do you think that, that was? <laughs> I would say it it had to have been like six months. Okay. Cause I don't I, it wasn't right away. I remember that, but I know it wasn't that much longer after that. And I was just like, I, I remember going to watch that or be in that first episode of not your guys' first episode, but the episode mm. that I was in of this new machine and just being like, these guys have it down. They no, we absolutely it, did not. It was too hot in that room. <laughs> we were all sweaty the whole time. The soundboard was on a chair. <laughs> But you know what? It seemed so much better because you you had video going, you had the wall up, you know, of all the like uh, comic book covers and stuff. I come to learn that's just you. That was just your decoration <laughs> for that room. But I was like, no, they haven't figured it out. They know what they're doing. They have their show, and uh, I was just like, this is awesome. I'm glad that there's other people in this in our small town that were you know creating in this way. No, it, it was nice to see just in general like that you guys were doing this stuff and honestly i would say <laughs> infinitely better i we didn't post anywhere except for youtube except for that basic beginning soundcloud thing where you can have up to like 10 recordings uh and then at that point i was like why am i gonna pay to post on soundcloud <laughs> and then i just didn't <clears throat> so like with like in that same kind of vein what are the things that you learned not to do by doing them first in by doing the first yeah uh okay um there are certain what would would you warn a young mitch about (laughs) i would definitely warn about uh uh not okay don't do it this way (laughs) so (laughs) before we got the dynamic mics when we were using just the condenser mics and the 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 the, what are what are those igloo blues or no oh, ice the snowball? Yeah, the snowball. That's the, the snowball? that's one of the first mics I had too. So like the the way we were doing that was each of us had a computer, a laptop in front of us, our own laptops. We were all opening opening up our own edition of Audacity oh. and and then using condenser mics. And I would sit there and have to like weave all this together and one person would always record at the wrong speed somehow so i would have to sit there and manipulate that over and over and i was like oh that took so much more time and it was just a pain i can't even imagine that but honestly (laughs) what you just described um is pretty much exactly what we're witnessing everyone in all traditional media have to do at home (laughs) yep yeah. They're, they're just like yeah no and we you'll hear them name drop audacity obs yeah. <laughs> and all these other things um maybe vmix is like one of the only different software things i hear people talk about but yeah i it's been nice to get to see that we have our shit together more than traditional media <laughs> for, for production at home it's uh, so funny to to hear like how uh everybody had had to go and try and figure this i wonder if they they reached out to 
bigger podcast networks to be like, well, how do you guys do this? Absolutely. There's they, there's no way they haven't because you saw everyone, like all of their stuff basically just get so much better. Every single one of them get SM7Bs at home somehow. <laughs> uh, and it, like I, I think they're all using Logitech Brios, but like for for their webcams, but you can't buy a Brio or a C920 right now anywhere on the internet, even if you oh. Even if you want to, it webcams. Webcams were all gone, like going out the the door too. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gone. Uh, <laughs> but no, if if that's the biggest mistake, what's the biggest thing that you would put Mitch on earlier? <laughs> earlier, uh, Stephen Clark. That's what I would put on earlier. <laughs> I'll just let you down, Mitch. <laughs> uh. I don't know. What would, what's the thing that's that's helped out my life? Oh, Discord. Discord has definitely been a, a big uh, help because in those first years of of remote recording, where uh, people were in other areas, uh, we were doing Google Hangout, which was fine for the most part. But there were a lot of times when the uh, uh, the the signal itself would just drop out. Like it, it would everything would just mess up and not work right. And uh, it was only probably last year when we started using discord for the first time. And that this, that's been working great. Like it doesn't, doesn't freeze all that often. Every once in a while you'll get this, like when people were talking over each other, the like one person will like their audio will just get real low. But then the whole Craig bot like addition to it helps, helps out a lot. Honestly, I, I feel weird. Cause I want to just tell everyone about Craig in general but then i also want that to be like that's our secret sauce (laughs) you know like don't tell everyone that craig exists because then everyone's gonna start using it and they'll they'll mess it up somehow for us i don't know you're right like (laughs) it's like if there's a person who's just like oh no yeah this one tool this one secret weapon would change everything like craig feels like the elder wand to me (laughs) for some reason i don't know why but no, I, I Craig and Discord have been fantastic. Even if we were still doing it like the dumb way before Craig was introduced, where people were you were just recording your side of the call and taking the audio off of it. Right. I still think Discord has been a fantastic tool and oh, world's yes. better. Oh yes. Definitely. I don't know if you saw it. there was a, a guy who uh he DM'd uh um was it Skype? I forget what the thing was, but it was like like knock knock, uh, and then Skype answers. Who's there? And this was a real conversation in the DMs. Um, like I don't remember what the thing was leading to it, but the punchline was, "How did Skype uh, like lose like a like a nine year lead to Discord and and Zoom?" Because <laughs> honestly, there's so much better tools out well, there. You know, it's like the whole Zoom thing. Like I'd never heard of Zoom before pandemic. Like yeah. and then all of a sudden everybody was using it for teleconferencing. I don't even know how well. Like I think I heard somewhere that like before uh, COVID they were maybe on their way out because it just wasn't it wasn't uh, picking up. Like people weren't catching on to it, and uh, then everybody ended up having to work from home. And all of a sudden Zoom was the the place to be. Yeah, and pretty much like every what two to three years, there's a new chat client that gets put out. And everyone moves to that one. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was just Slack. Slack has stayed around for most internet businesses. This is inside baseball stuff, but it's true. It, Zoom got lucky. 
It did. It really did. <laughs> uh, so you you said that Hey Mitch has been your interview show. It just became that. Yes. Um, who would you say has been your most proud interview to get? And then who was your favorite interview? Because those aren't necessarily the same thing. Um, I mean, honestly, and this, that's such a stock answer, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of all the, the, the guests that I've been managed to get that are outside of my friend's circle, so to speak. Um, because I, I know it's, I know it, it's a thing that they're, they're coming on to promote their stuff, which I am more than happy to help promote, but like taking your time, your, your own free time when, when one, most of these people are, are have a nine to five and they're doing their, uh, creative passion thing on the side so that they can hopefully make it big. Like that means your spare time is even more minuscule so they're taking 45 to an hour just to come talk to me and be silly like it that i i'm always super like stoked about it and super proud that you know i have enough of a presence or something to 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 have that done and and like i i was so the netflix show or netflix movie um code eight came out mm-hmm. Like I just on a whim emailed the writer because I, I mean, I'm a writer, so I like talking to other writers, but I'll, I love talking to anybody. But I got the I talked to that writer and I interviewed him and, you know, got to learn the ins and outs of why he made that movie, why he wrote it. You know what? You know, what was the plans and stuff like that? And that was that was super cool. Like that was that was a, a great time. That's I mean, if you take into the status of the fact that that was a hit movie at the time. And it's on Netflix, and this is a guy that was a part of that, like making that movie. That's probably my highest uh, profile interview at the moment. But you take the two uh, uh, voice actors that I, I got to talk to at um, Blazing Desert Comic Con. This mm-hmm. was that. Was that this year? I think that was this year. I think so. Yeah, it was you the beginning of this year. In- yeah, they got it just in time. Um, uh, Eddie Frierson and oh, I'm forgetting the other gentleman's name. But you, you can he, wait. What this one on? Hey, Mitch, you can look for the like this pod, that podcast, and other podcasts at geeklymedia.com. That's right. Just <laughs> go to the search bar, type in Eddie Frierson. I don't. I I I mean, I remember his name for whatever <laughs> reason, but I do. Uh, but I got like one of the best compliments ever after interviewing. Like these are gentlemen that have been in lots of like TV and movies and stuff like that. Like they've done lots of things. They've done lots of interviews. And the compliment I got at the end of that, was like, that's one of the best interviews I've ever been on. Like, and I'm like, that's, that's big for me. That was really cool. Honestly, bitch, like people, there are people who do interviews for different things. Uh, Some of them are, are great at these things. Some of them are terrible at these things. And believe me as a viewer, or a listener, you know when they're doing terribly. I think, for example, like Kelly Clarkson on her show is a very bad interviewer. Uh, I saw a, he- a headline recently where she said, I didn't even want to do this show. And I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, cause just because you're a performer doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a good talk show host. And yeah. it always seems like people are going towards being a talk show. Like, I don't, I don't like, it's funny that you bring up Kelly Clarkson because. <laughs> Uh, I do. I I go into my time hop all the time, and 
a couple days ago, I, ha- I had a time hop of a tweet that was like two or three years old. That was, uh, got to stay home or got to stay home during the day today from work because I'm working nights and I turned on the TV and Harry Connick Jr. has a talk show. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> does he still have that show? As far as I know. I mean, cause that's what I was just like, why you're an international, like the music star why why do you he's an actor and so many different things i think he's like the like a lot of the people who are doing all these different things right now they're kind of like 70s celebritying a lot of people uh-huh. where they're hosting game shows talk shows yep. podcasts so many different things it's interesting to see but <laughs> me talking about Kelly clarkson being a bad interview was meant to contrast with the fact that i think you're a fantastic interviewer i there's there's no part where it, well, there, for example, there will be a time where we're supposed to podcast, right? And we're supposed to have a conversation about this or that. And for some reason or another, things are not lining up. Someone didn't get to watch this thing. The whole group is just at disparate energy levels. And <laughs> you're, you're just like, nope, these are the three, th- the three threads. And then if one of those things falls out right in the middle of it, you just keep going with it. You pick up a new thing and you keep going. It is a very <laughs> natural skill for you. <laughs> And I don't think you can teach it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thing. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's it's a nice one to get to see, and it's it's part of why I I worry about doing an interview with you in general at different <laughs> times because I think there was a podcast that I was supposed to lead between the two of us one time, and I just had absolutely no idea what to do for that one. And at the end of it, I was like. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I I kind of fell off the rails, <laughs> but I'm okay with that being my brand. You know what? I, I I mean, I would definitely say that you didn't you you didn't do a bad job. I don't I don't remember which podcast this would have been. This would interview how forgettable it was, Mitch. <laughs> no, that's just how many I have shoved in my head. <laughs> no, for 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 all all the interviews that you've done though, what what has been the most unexpected through line for people doing interviews that you've found like do you think that people are well i I guess i should i should phrase that one a little bit differently what do you think is has been kind of like the the secret sauce for you being a good interviewer like Uh, what's the thing light up most about so i think this is this sounds weird um I think it's the the thing that makes me a good interviewer. Other than the fact, like what you said, like I can I can I can pivot and take on subjects or or you know go with a line of questioning very easily. Um, as long as as the interviewee is giving me stuff, like I can always, I guess, from lack of a better word, riff on what they're talking about. But even if they're even if they don't like I can I can still I, I usually still have a whole bunch of questions that I want to ask everybody anything anyways. But the thing that I think makes me a good interviewer is my smile. Like I get compliments on my even though I think it's a dumb smile. I think it's He's it's a bad behind a microphone right now, guys. I do like right now we, <laughs> we live behind a microphone. But like if I'm interviewing somebody uh either in person or or over the internet like it i usually move the microphone a little bit more they can see my smile and it's very um dis are no yeah disarming, yeah, disarming like, is a good one i would take that yeah yeah like it 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 
it helps to bring people down like or not down but like not so that they're on guard i guess mm-hmm. so so that's why like i i feel like that that is my advantage and in in because of that people want to talk to me no I, I'll, I'll go for that i think that a time when a person makes you laugh in a genuine way they're like oh man i achieved a thing right now and so they, they, they feel better and they're like yeah i want to keep having this conversation and keep winning these laughs <laughs> exactly not, not that laugh right there guys <laughs> but no, um i guess uh i don't know i don't, I don't want to keep you on this one for too long or anything because this is a celebration of a thing that you've been doing for five years consistently the man needs a nap <laughs> but like mitch what if there's anyone out there who is in some way, shape, or form inevitably considering starting a podcast, what do you want to tell them? Uh, I want to tell them to have fun. It should never be something that's that seems like it's uh, getting in the way or it's a chore. It should always be something that... I mean, you don't always have to look forward to it, but wouldn't you want that? Like you want to be like, Oh yes, I get to talk to whoever I get to talk about whatever. Like I, you should just, it should always, it should at the very least always be fun. Like it, it once it's not fun anymore. That's when one, your, your, your audience is going to tell and they're not going to want to listen to it anymore. At least that's how I see it. I mean, I mean, I don't know why I'm talking. I've only been doing it for five years. There's, there's lots of other people that have been doing it longer. So I've only been doing it for a, a whole human that can talk's age. <laughs> the human that's about to start schooling. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But if you're, if you're not having fun, everybody else is going to be able to tell. And it's, then it's not, it's not worth it to anybody. It's not worth it to you. It's not worth it to your listener. And it's, it's, it's not going to be, if you're lucky enough to have uh, uh, sponsors, it's not going to be, it's not going to be worth it to them. So, mm-hmm. no, I would agree with this one. Uh, I, I would very much say do it with a friend. Um, yes. And make it not a business. Like, don't, don't approach it just as being something that you want to do with the goal of like, no, and then we'll have these shirts and these hats. Like, do a thing for fun for a good long time and if that stuff is worthwhile it will naturally become something else and i'll tell you this right now merch is where you're gonna go broke because that <laughs> shit is expensive it's very true I, I don't know how you choose to do the ones where you print the shirts ahead of time i only ever if i'm like i have an idea for a shirt i put it on one of those services that's print to order and i <laughs> never touch the shirt just because, like, I feel like that's the thing that you're supposed to do. And I think that's a very much an old school way of of doing, like, this whole thing. The whole media thing is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to a convention. I need to give out things. I need to give out shirts. I need to give out buttons. I need to give a little knickknack with my, with my logo on it. And that's, I, in my mindset, it's still set that way. It shouldn't be. It should be like, here is the website where you can go and buy your own uh, merch and stuff like that. But yeah, merch, merch is, is super expensive. That, that stuff gets out of hand. Um, there was a, another thing that you said a second ago that I wanted to comment on. And I can't remember now, but uh, friend, uh, business, yes, that's friend. exactly it. Cause Hey Mitch, 
originally started as I was going to do a just myself talking uh, podcast where I, I would pick a subject or many subjects and just go off on it and stuff like that. I tried that one time and I said, nope, I don't know how those other guys do that, but it's not for me because... I cannot sit here and just talk to myself or to the fake audience that I don't see or hear or, or interact with. So I was like, all right, I need to grab whoever and just talk to them and have them, you know, talk back at me kind of thing. So that's that was the true origin of Hey Mitch. I see. I, I would still watch this show. I don't know how <laughs> you apparently did not feel comfortable with it, but I would still like I would like Mitch's ruminations. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I have it in my head, and you actually created the art for it many <laughs> years ago. So I still have it there, and I plan on doing it. I just haven't gotten around to doing. I haven't gotten around to having that spare time to do a twenty-minute like show, a uh, video show that I wanted to do yet. Like I want, I want to do it every day. I want to be able to to post that every day, and just, just the the mere thought of making a 20 minute video every day is like, Oh, I cannot commit to that. And that is sad. It should be a 10 minute video. It should be um, a stretch goal for Patreon. Oh, it should, it should fund that one. And I don't know if you guys want to see Mitch do this show. What I think was the name of the show. It's called Mitch in the morning. Okay. Yeah. If you want to see Mitch in the morning, Go to patreon.com slash geek elite media and make it worthwhile. It'll be <laughs> 10 minutes long and he'll get paid for it. That's true. If I guess if I'm getting paid for it, I will make that 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes happen. <laughs> I like, honestly, we'll, we'll make it nice and easy for you. We'll talk, we'll talk about that one off the podcast. Yeah. How to make this one nice and, and breezy for you to do. But yeah, please help Mitch make this whole journey <laughs> worthwhile. Like it, there's something to be said for the idea of it's about the friends you made along the way, but getting to have your money recouped at least one thirty second would be great, and I, I very much hope for this. Thank you. I'm sure there's a normal closing for one of these things, but if people wanted to find something that you loved, what would you suggest for them to go look up? Something that I loved mm-hmm. because they probably already follow you, Mitch. This this is true. Um, what would you recommend to them? I you know, you listen. Okay, <laughs> make sure if you're listening to this that you also listen to the Geek Swatch because when we talk before we get into our main part of that show, when we talk about what we watch for that week, and I'm so happy that we made that part of this that show. Mm. Because I get to talk about the things that I watch that week, which I watch a lot of things, True. <laughs> which is ridiculous. And uh, But I get to hear what everybody else watched, and I get to be intrigued by what everybody else watched. Uh, obvi- most of the time, it's, 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 uh, it's Stephen, you usually bring some type of anime to the table, and I'm like, I'm probably not going to watch that. But you at least <laughs> describe it in a way that I'm interested. So <laughs> it's like, Ah, maybe I'll give that. No, I won't give that a try. No, but there's no that's okay. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. That's all right. More that's anime right. for me. 
<laughs> yeah, that, I, that's all I have to say is like is is give that part if if you don't want to listen to the part where we talk about a certain show or or movie, make sure you listen to at least that part every week where we talk about the things we watch because uh you know I'll have I'll have usually two movies or a TV show or something and and John will have he'll he'll have you know some crazy YouTube channel or I'm like. <laughs> Uh, or some movie or some, you know, something that I, I would never have thought to watch. Um, and, and it's always, it's always a good, good listen, like just to hear what other people have to say about, uh, content. Mm -hmm. I would agree. It's a good show. (laughs) Is that, is that what you were looking for in an answer? Anything. It it could have been like, you're really about like my chemical romance fan fiction. It could have been whatever. (laughs) You could have told people about something like that. It's okay, but you know, no. I I'm trying to I was trying to think like, is there a thing that I go and check every week at least once a week? You know, and and honestly, it's it's always it's some streaming something something streaming like like right now before my DC Universe uh, membership uh, runs out, I'm I am watching some of the shows that I didn't get around to. So I finished up Titans. Um, uh, I finished up Young Justice and I just started Swamp Thing and I am so disappointed that Swamp Thing is not going to continue. Like this first that, season is so good. That seems to be the consensus. Also, I'm sad that we didn't talk about Young Justice that you watched. I, I mean, I'll have to talk about that on the Geeks Watch as soon as we get back to okay. it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good, that's a good show. I don't that know. That is a good show. The third season was very hard to watch until after their mid-season break. Like after oh, yeah. that, huh? You made it farther than me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's ex- exactly right. Yeah, because I wasn't when that show first came out. Like, what was it on? Was it on Cartoon Network? Yeah, yeah, it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, when it, it first came out, that kicked it off. That first season, I was like, eh, I don't know if I like this because it was using a title of a comic book that I really enjoyed. Like it, it got me through a lot of comic book reading like that mm-hmm. that particular book uh, and they changed it up so much that i was like ah, i don't i don't know if i like how these changes but then their second season was the jump forward five years i was yeah. like yes i am into this completely like yeah it was it was the same thing that happened when justice league cartoon went to justice league unlimited and i was Absolutely. like yes exactly so yeah. then the third season coming back i was like i'm so in for this and yeah, that first half of that third season, oof. I understand that they had a lot to recover from. Yes. Because there was so much time. It was, what, two years between when the two seasons aired? I, I want to say more than that, but oh, that you know, that could be it. But yeah, no, no. But if it, like, We'll talk about this one at length in the beginning, I'm sure, of, the, <laughs> of next week's, or well, next time's uh, week's watch. But... No, I I definitely agree. It's that that cartoon for me is the kind of like DC deep dive that Justice League and Justice League Unlimited were, where people were learning new characters. Like I came out of that show loving Blue Beetle. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, but the, Mitch, thank you for having this conversation with me. Um, I wanted to get into talking about like like this or that from Geekly Media's past, but you know, I've I've endeavored. We'll we'll talk about this we'll we'll do one of these at every year <laughs> i've decided okay. no as, as long as long as it's not always just about me like if we no. we talk more about geekly media I, i'm going to be happy about it no, i i want i want to find out the hit like funny moments of like 
random things that happened with, with Daniel doing something dumb back in the day. <laughs> this or that kind of thing. I, I want to learn the history. But We have all of those things. We ha- I have all of that to, to tell. So <laughs> At this point, I want to give it back to you. Do your, your normal wrap-up for the show. And thank you for having me here. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for taking on this endeavor. So... <laughs> Uh, and once again, thank you for you know, everything you do for Geek Elite Media. It, out out of the kindness of your own heart, because you don't get paid, just like I said earlier. <laughs> I'm, I'm right now. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, and you've never heard me say this part before, you could find me on Twitter at Mitchipedia G E M G E M stands for Geek Elite Media. Steven can be found on Twitter at Peppermint Gent uh, mm-hmm. because you can't use gentleman; it's too long. And yeah. <laughs> the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geeklymedia.com. Check out our Patreon that Steven talked about earlier because it's got all the exclusive material that you can only get there. And then please rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you use so it helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. This concludes our broadcast.